Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonah, and I'm coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. And no matter where this finds you, whether you're watching or listening to this, my hope and my prayer is that this will meet you in a real and relevant way, and that you will know, no matter what you are going through, that you were created with such a far greater plan and purpose than anything this world can offer, and that you have a creator, savior, sustainer that is passionately in pursuit of our hearts. And no matter what the chaos in your life, there is a color that can be found when we seek the Lord through the chaos of our life. And so it's an honor that you are here today. Today is a very special um, episode to me. It's something very near and dear to my heart, something that for a, a month now, every single time I've sat down here to record an episode, the thing that we're talking about today is the topic of heartbreak. And specifically what I wanted to talk about today is the topic of relational heartbreak. So some examples of this um, that come to my mind, and maybe uh, something comes to your mind as well, but something just as I was thinking about this idea of relational heartbreak, some of the things that kind of come up to my mind is is a loss of a friend. You were close at one time, but for some reason there's been some type of divide or wedge between the friendship and and something happened and something or something is happening and is causing a divide between you and another and, and there's a heartbreak that comes from that. Maybe it's been a breakup. We used to be so close, but now it's just such a divide. Maybe it's been a, a loss of a marriage. Maybe it's been a divorce or maybe you're currently going through a separation or, and there's just that, that grief and that, that, that pain that's in that moment of divorce. song that comes to my mind is from an artist that goes by the name Dayton, D-A-T-I-N. And uh, he has an album that's, that's about uh, the divorce that he went through. And it's called Hell in the Hallway. And he, he talks about the concept that when the Lord closes a door, he opens another. But there's hell in the hallway that connects that door that closed to the door that is opening. And he's just talking about the grief and the hurt and the pain that came from the, the, the divorce that he went through with, with him and his former wife. Maybe it's been a past decision or an action that you've made. And maybe it's something that haunts you. And it's something that just, just you, you play that what if game. You know, what if I would have done this? Or what if I would have done that? Or, or you know, you, you go down that endless loop of just the regrets and the shame and, and all the games that, that, that can play sometimes and just be in an endless loop that just drives us down and down and down and just flares that heartbreak within us. Maybe there was a brokenness that somebody did to us and now we feel the weight of that brokenness and that heartbreak. No matter who you are, no matter what type of heartbreak, there's various shades, there's different intensities, but one thing that's certain is that we all have or we all will experience heartbreak. And I know this is very near to my heart because I know that even this whole idea of color and chaos stemmed in the wake of a broken off engagement to a woman that I was with for three years and in the wake, in the aftermath of that, when it fell apart and what was was no more, I remember sitting at a kitchen table late at night and I was just talking to the Lord and I was just crying out to him in honesty and saying, Lord, like this hurts. This is painful. What I thought could never happen happened. And now I'm sitting here in the aftermath and I don't know what to do. 
I remember before the whole breakup of that relationship, while I was in that relationship, I remember having thoughts of just, wow, Lord, if this is not your will, then I don't know what is. I felt so sure about it. It was, it was so sure. I felt like there was confirmation over confirmation, just that, that where I was at was where I needed to be. And the relationship that we were in was one that was going to work. It was going to last. But at the end of the day, it didn't. And I remember sitting there at the kitchen table just in the aftermath of that, just broken, 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 so confused. And I just felt like I was in the aftermath, just looking at the nothingness that I had left and saying, okay, Lord, where are you in this heartbreak? And in that moment, that, that was the moment where I felt the, the motivation and the, just the inspiration to start coloring chaos. It all comes back to that catalyst and that moment of heartbreak. In that moment where the Lord pierced through that and said, Jonah, there's so much color that is in here, but right now it's so hard to see. But trust me, trust me, trust me, lean into me. Be honest about what you feel like I'm doing in your life right now, because right now is such a crucial time in our relationship. It will grow you in beautiful ways, but you have to just walk through that awkwardness. Instead of running away from the awkward and the hurt and the uncomfortable through this chaos and this heartbreak, lean into me. Allow me to show you something beautiful in this. And that's where Color and Chaos was born. But I remember walking out of that moment, sitting at the kitchen table, with a lot of different life changes in my life. And I say all this to say that Each and every one of us, we have a story. Each and every person, they have a story. You right now listening or watching, you have a story. You have a story of what you've been through. You have a story of where you're at. And there's a story that you don't know that that is in the process of being written, that you'll be able to look back on in, in a newfound perspective that, that in that moment you didn't have. And, and vice versa, we, we, both, we both have that. Each and every person we have a living and a breathing heart that feels, and it feels a lot. And so no matter who you are, no matter what heartbreak you've been through, my goal of this week's podcast is to walk you through some observations that I've observed in my process of healing through various heartbreaks, especially in, on the topic of relational heartbreaks, and speaking um, not through any type of bitterness or pity or anything like that, but just speaking through a genuineness of just things that, um, that I've walked through, things that I've felt, and things that I'm, I'm learning through this healing process, through the years of, of the aftermath of these various different heartbreaks. And I'll just be walking you through the things that I've observed, and, and I'm not coming to you from an expert's you know, status. I'm, not, I'm coming to you in, in humility, just saying I am a man who's a little boy inside, just wanting to share with you what I have seen the Lord do in my life in the aftermath of various heartbreaks and how the Lord reminds me of his faithfulness through different heartbreaks. So that's the goal of this week's podcast. Uh, another goal of this podcast is to um, kind of bring you into one of the ways that the Lord has um, brought a healing within me and is bringing healing within me. And so what I want to do through this podcast is share various songs and and some truths that come out of these songs that that have meant something to me, that my prayer is that can mean something to you, but not only just share lyrics to a song, but also share biblical truths that come out of these ideas that are presented within these music and, and bring a bigger picture 
out of these emotions that each and every one of us have felt or will feel. And so that's the goal of this week's podcast. And, and I'm just so excited just to be able to just walk alongside you and, and let you know that no matter what you are feeling, no matter what you have felt, that you are not alone and that your story matters. Your hurt matters. Your experiences matter. And in the hands of a faithful creator, savior, and sustainer, he can take those experiences, he can take those stories, and he can redeem them for beauty and to help heal those around you in the sphere of the influence that the Lord has given you. And regardless if you are a follower after Christ or you are not, my hope and prayer is that you will lean just a little bit closer to the reality that you have a creator and that creator has a name and that name is beautiful and that name is real and he is after your heart because he has created you with a purpose and that is a purpose that cannot be robbed by any heartbreak that you go through or that I go through. And so here, let's pray and then we'll go into this week's episode. Lord God, just thank you so much for this opportunity to be here. Thank you for this this opportunity to speak and to be able to share the various things that you have and that you are teaching me. Lord, the the topic of heartbreak is one that that boggles my mind. God, it's so crazy that that everything outside could be going great, but internally we can just be struggling for the fight of our lives, just feeling so just empty and, and hurt and broken. And Lord, I just pray and we pray, Lord, that that you just become real in these moments of our heartbreak. Lord, I pray for those that maybe have went through things and they haven't had the closure or they haven't been able to deal with the things that they've been through in a way um, that that is proper. Lord, will you please help them, just just help them heal in this process. Lord, I, I pray for my own healing. Lord, continue to help me heal. Help me be more refined after your image and after your likeness. Lord, help me reflect you in everything that I say and everything that I do. And Lord, help the way that I process things not be through a heart of hurt, but let it be through a joy of your spirit. Lord God, I'm nothing without you. We're nothing without you. So Lord, as we lean into this time together, may we let our walls down and have a teachable heart for what you want to tell us through your word and through your message. We need you, Lord. In your name, we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. So starting off, one of the first observations that I want to share and first to just talk about is the observation that in our heartbreak, may we not neglect lifting our hands often. And unpacking this a little bit, may we not neglect surrender and the importance that it has in our healing in the midst of heartbreak. The song that goes with this, that that comes to my mind, that the Lord has used to help bring a bigger picture is a song by a band named Falling Up. And I'm going to play a little bit of this song and then we'll unpack it a little bit and dive into some verses that have to do with this idea that is being presented within the song. And so the name of the song is In the Woodshop and it's by the band Falling Up. So. This place will be 
this song specifically I wanted to start off with because it has been one that has been so important in my in my walk in healing through heartbreak. And it's been one that the Lord has used over and over for me just to remind myself of the beauty that surrender is and the importance that surrender has. And one of the verses that that back up what this song is saying is this. It says this, I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all of your works and consider what your hands have done. I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. And that is Psalms 143, verse 5 and 6. And in this psalm, the psalmist is saying, look, I'm meditating on what you have done. And that brings me to awe. And I surrender. I surrender to you by spreading out my hands and thirsting for you, regardless of what I have gone through and regardless of what I am feeling. I meditate on all your works have done and consider and consider that. And just let that impact to the point that I, 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 I have no other response but to spread out my hands and say, look, I'm yours. I'm yours. I'm yours. And in this song, the, the line that stands out to me is the line that you heard. But it says this, above my head they'll fly with lives that are more than mine. Reach out my hands to light and feel life that is more. So since this song is found on a concept album, when you look at the concept of the album and where this song is placed, it helps bring a lot more depth to this. And so where this track is placed is in the, pretty much in the middle of the album. And it's a big pivotal shift between what was happening before and what will happen after. And this album is centered around a woman who from childhood has been running from the Lord. And so in this moment, she has this, this, this pivotal moment where in her brokenness, while she's breaking down and she's saying, look, like I can't do this anymore. I can't try to find a, 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 a reason through this pain that I've been through on my own. And I can't just cover it up anymore, but I am broken and I'm not going to try to run away from that anymore. And while she's breaking down, she lifts her hands in humility and she has this moment of surrender, admitting that life that is more is found in something that is beyond herself and ultimately is found in the creator that has been pursuing and wooing her from the very beginning. And, and, and you saw that all throughout the album. You saw how the, how the Lord was pursuing after her and he uses a lot of imagery and he uses a lot of just figurative language to help paint the picture of this, this pursuer. But it also shows just how she's running and running and running and trying to hide and hide and hide. And in her chaos, she's trying to just numb herself instead of bringing the chaos to the creator, allowing the creator to bring a color within it. And likewise, one of the things that, that, that just stands out to me is that art of surrender, that in our heartbreak, may we not forget that a broken heart and humility will go together so beautifully. A broken heart and humility is the catalyst when it's brought to the Lord to produce such a beautiful, beautiful color. And this song reminds me of what Jesus shared about no heartbreak, no hurt, no thing that we have been through, no mistake, no regret, no shame. Nothing can separate us from his love that he has for us. Nothing can take away and rob us from the life that is more, that comes through our Savior. John 10.10 10 talks about this. And in John 10.10, 10, John writes, and, he, and, he, and he's writing the words of Jesus, and he says this. This is what Jesus was saying. He said this, 
The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. May we lift up our hands often in the midst of our heartbreak through surrender and humility saying, Lord, I know that nothing can rob me from you and from the life that you have for me that goes far beyond this hurt and heartbreak that I'm going through. But Lord, I'm coming to you broken and I'm asking you to help me, heal me within this brokenness. Lord, I look to you to be the source of strength in my moment of weakness right now. Another song that stands out to me that helps make this concept of surrender and humility in the midst of our our heartbreak come alive is a song by a band named Red, but the song is titled Pieces. And in this song, Michael Barnes, the lead singer, he's crying out to the Lord through surrender. And that's basically all that the song is. It's just it's just a cry of surrender. Just just being honest in his brokenness to the Lord. Philippians 4, 7 says this, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. May we lift up our hands often and surrender. May we have a heart of surrender in the middle of our heartbreak, saying, Lord, I am yours. Help me. Help me. Help me. Another idea that, 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 that comes to me and, and one of the observations that I've seen the Lord show me through my, my healing through the different heartbreaks that I've been through relationally is the idea of this, that we need to have time. We need to take time. We need to make sure to be delivered, to take time to assess the wounds. When we go through a heartbreak, when we go through a trauma or a mourning, it's important for us not to just keep going forward and being busy to the point that we just never deal with the pain of what happened. So may we take time to assess the wounds. And there's a song by an artist named Nicole Nordeman, and the name of the song is Dear Me. And within this song, she's, she's writing a letter to herself of, of different observations that she wished that she would have known earlier. But she's almost writing a letter to herself. And there's a line within the song I want to play for you. 
And I want to unpack this a little bit and how this goes with the whole idea of the, re- the importance that we need to take time to assess the wounds of the heartbreaks of our life. The line that stands out to me is is what you heard towards the end of the the excerpt that I just played for you, and it, and she says this. She says, "And you cannot imagine all the places you'll see Jesus, but you'll find him everywhere you thought he wasn't supposed to go." And she's saying all those things that you have been through, all of those places and the things and the 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 ways you have observed heartbreak, not only in your life but in other people's lives, you will be shocked. Through time, you will be shocked to see the Lord in places that you thought he never would be. The most miserable moments and the the most just horrendous circumstances of intense pain and hurt and heartbreak. Those moments where you just wonder, Lord, where are you? In, In time, we will look back and see through the grace of God and through surrender and through saying, Lord, I don't wanna just wallow in this heartbreak. Lord, help me see where you are at because right now I don't feel you and I don't see you. But Lord, help me see you in these places where I feel like you are not here. And she's saying, you'll never imagine all the places that you will see Jesus, especially in the places you thought he wasn't supposed to go. And in this, what, what, what stands out to me that the Lord has been showing me is that it's important that we don't keep plowing ahead as if nothing happened. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to have pain. When the relationship that I was in and, and, it, and, it, and it fell apart after an engagement, after three years of being together, there was a part of me that just wanted to Okay, all right, that happened. I don't really want to think about it because it's uncomfortable to think about it. And if I think about it, then I'm going to start to get upset at the Lord and I'm going to start doubting myself. I'm going to start having all these regrets and all this shame and all this other stuff. I'm going to start feeling like a failure. I'm going to start feeling like, you know, like like I wasted my time and all these just toxic thoughts. Just there was, there was just the, this, this inclination of wanting to go down that route. But then all of a sudden, just through through the Lord, he was reminding me, No, 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 no. Be honest with me. Bring it to me. Don't ignore it. This this hurts you and it hurts me. 
this pain that you were feeling, the pain that 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 she was feeling in the, in the midst of this this breakup that that me and the woman that I was engaged to went through. This grieved our God. Why? Because He cares about us. He cares about us. And at the end of the day, we have a God who knows heartbreak. He knows hurt. He can relate to it. It's important for us to take time to assess the damage that this breakup or this breakdown or this decision or grief or this hurt has caused. Even Jesus, this is, this is something that's really profound. Even Jesus took time to weep and mourn. And he did this many times. For example, he wept over Israel. And we see that in Luke 19, verse 41 and 44. And he also wept as he visited the grave of his friend Lazarus. And we see that in John 11, verse 35. That even though Jesus knew what he was going to do within the context of Lazarus and his death, Jesus knew that he was about to raise him from the dead and tell, tell him to awake and come out of the tomb. Jesus knew he was about to do that, but he still took time to weep. Why? Because he was a fully God, fully human, and he's able to relate with us in our mourning and our grief. And, and I know that in the context of where he was at, he had Lazarus' sisters right there around him, his, his, his friends, weeping over their brother who died. And even though he knew what he was going to do, he took a time just to be human and just say, this is not the way it was supposed to be. This is not the way it's supposed to be. Breakups and breakdowns are, were not a part of his plan for us but it was all introduced when we rebelled against him and we chose the, the lie that we can be like God without needing God. And we see that in Genesis. We see that in the Bible. We see how this was not the way it was supposed to be, but yet we have a God who is faithful to redeem even the most grittiest and ugliest of sins and brokenness. We will be amazed the places we'll see Jesus, especially the places we thought he'll never go. And that includes you and my heartbreak and hurt and pain and mourning and trauma. No hurt is too great for our God. No hurt, no hurt. We can always bring our hurt to our creator, savior, sustainer who knows wounds, who knows heartbreak, who knows betrayal and hurt, who is wounded for our transgressions. And we see this through different verses, such as Isaiah 53, verse 5, which, which it says this, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. Or, or even Romans 4, 25, which says this, he was delivered, and this is talking about Jesus. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3, For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Hebrews 9, verse 28, So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. 1 Peter 2, 24, He himself bore our sins on his body on the cross so that we may die to our sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Heavy heart, by his wounds, you have been healed. And, and, and may we not miss that, that word, wounds. We have a creator, savior, sustainer that understands wounds, understands brokenness. He understands having a broken heart. He understands the depths of this broken life 
that, that this, this world offers. But yet, he has such a beautiful purpose to redeem and to meet us in the places where we think that there's no way that he can be here in the midst of this hell and hurt that I am feeling. May we, may we take time to assess the wounds knowing that there is a wounded healer that is ready to help us process what we have been through. May we take time to assess the wounds. So may we lift up our hands often and surrender. May we also take time to assess the wounds. And another thing is, is this, it's may we make things right. And what I mean by this is, is in, within relationships, there's always, there's always things that we could do better or could have done better. There's things that the opposite person could have done better. And sometimes in our heartbreak, it's hard for us to just say, okay, how can, how can I make what was wrong right? If there was anything I did to, 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 to make things harder or make things worse for the other person that is involved within this breakup or this breakdown, Lord, help me have the humility to, to make things right where there has been things that are made wrong. And, and at the end of the day, we, we can't force another person to make things right with us, but we can take time not only to assess the wounds or to lift our hands and surrender, but also to say, okay, Lord, is there any way that I can, I, I can, I can bring healing to any pain that I have caused? And one of the songs that stand out to me, goodness gracious, I could do a whole episode on this song. This song has been very important in, in my healing, in my life, but it's a song by a band that goes by the name Paper Route. And the name of this song is Balconies. And the whole concept of this song is is just the idea of grace. Within this song, the lead singer, JT Daly, is reflecting on the divorce that he went through. And the whole album is just going through, it's, it's another concept album, just like we talked about earlier, but it's a concept album that he's just walking us through that, the, the, the pain and the experience of the divorce that he went through. And, and this song lies at the very end of the album, and it's right before the, the, the conclusion to the album, but it's a powerful moment because the whole album is going through this roller coaster of emotions, of, of love and wonder, but then also pain and, and disappointment and also brokenness and, and just separation and, and all these different just complicated but beautiful and, and painful emotions. And, but at the very end, he, he, except for allowing the pain and the heartbreak to have the final word, he instead introduces the idea of grace and, and I'm going to play a little bit of the song. And for the sake of time, I won't play the whole song, but you, you feel free to, to, to check the song out. But I'll, I will break down a lot of the lyrics within this. And, and as you are listening to this song, think about the whole idea of grace and, and just hear the heart of one person who, even though he has that heartbreak, he is crying out saying, look, there's so much more. There's balconies of grace. So here, the song is Balconies by the band Paper Route. Oh 
many times in heartbreak, there's there's moments where we're beating ourselves up, or we can indirectly or directly in our mind be beating up the other person and blaming a lot of blame on them and, and, and just saying, oh, like, if you didn't do this, if you didn't do this, if you didn't do this. And in my healing, this song has been very important because it's a beautiful picture of honesty with ourselves and one another. And it's also, it shows the forsaking of pride and embracing the grace that will always follow when we lay down our pride and when we lay down our weapons and we, we say, okay, look, Lord, help me make things right in, in what has happened. And the line that stands out to me starting off this song, it says, you're tearing out my heart, burning a memory in time. I know that it's my fault, trading out trouble with pride. In this, the, the singer JT Daly, he's being honest with his shortcomings and confusions. And it, and it comforts me, this, this song comforts me, especially through those lyrics that I just read, because it's comforting to know that in honesty and humility, we don't have to hide our hurt. <laughs> you right now listening or watching this, we don't have to hide our hurt. And we kind of already talked about that a little bit. But likewise, in the song, he's not hiding his hurt and the questions that he has to himself, to the Lord and the other individual. He's saying, look, you're tearing out my heart. This, the, what has happened? This heartbreak is tearing up my heart. And it burns a memory in time that, that right now this heartbreak is almost like it's putting something in the sand saying, look, this happened. And it's, it's almost like a Polaroid that I, I know I'll look back and always remember this heartbreak. But at the same time, I, I can't ignore the fact that there's, there's, there's things that I have done to lead to this brokenness that I'm feeling right now and this breakdown of this relationship. And he's saying, look, I, I'm trading out trouble, the, 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 the hardships with my pride. And, and he's admitting to the re realization that sometimes in our heartbreak, it's a, it's, a, it's a bad cocktail of pity, of pride, of hurt, of pain. And then in this cocktail, sometimes it could be hard to assess the wounds and say, okay, what have I done that, that, that I can make right? Lord, what are the things that I need to apologize for? He goes on to say this, it's the simple things that I can't get right. It's the hunting heart trying to survive. And for every wound, there's a hill to climb. Can we reach that high? It's interesting to me that the song does not show the response of the other person. It doesn't. It doesn't show the response of the other person. When, when you listen to the context of the song, he, he's being honest. It's almost like a journal entry. But, but there's, not, there's not a response from the other person to what he is saying. But instead, he's about to come to a conclusion that it doesn't, the other person doesn't need to, to bring a closure to this situation. But sometimes the closure that we can have is from assessing what happened and saying, okay, what can I learn from this? The singer not only sings from the perspective of himself in this situation, but he also acknowledges that grace is not dependent on the other individual admitting wrongdoing, but it is given by the Lord himself. Through this, there is a picture of the Lord's grace, even in the midst of heartbreak or breakup or divorce. Even though they both are not strong enough to overcome their wounds, they recognize who is strong enough. And so I read a little bit of that, those lines from the chorus, but then it immediately goes after he says, can we reach that high? Like, can we forgive each other? And he immediately goes on to the, the, to the next part. He says this, raise your arms and hold what you cannot replace. Raise your arms and hold balconies of grace. 
There is loneliness in the things we need, but inside your eyes, I am reflecting. There is grace to hold over you and me. There are balconies, balconies. I know the Lord has been showing me that it's important in, in my heartbreak, especially in the midst of a breakup, it's very important that to recognize, for one, I am not strong enough to overcome these wounds that I am feeling. On my own, I'm not strong enough. And I'm not going to even pretend to act like I am strong enough to overcome this. But Lord, I'm bringing my, my hurt and pain to you, saying, look, I am not overco- I'm not strong enough to overcome these wounds, but I'm recognizing that you are. And likewise, when there's two people and there's a breakup and there's a breakdown within a relationship, there's beauty in recognizing, look, either me or you are not strong enough to, to sometimes heal what is happening, but instead, why don't we bring this to the Lord and allow him to, to just cover us with grace that is needed to overcome this hurt that we are feeling? And this is just a beautiful picture of two people that, that are in the midst of this breakdown. And in this context that he's writing, he's talking about his wife, his former wife, And he's writing from the perspective of looking in her eyes and saying, look, we are not strong enough to to make whole what has been broken. But instead, I know in this moment where I don't know what I can do and I don't know and you don't know what you can do, I'm going to say, look, at the end of the day, I'm admitting my faults saying, Lord, your grace can cover this. Heavy heart. Sometimes in our heartbreak, it can be easy for us to feel as if, Lord, you cannot redeem, you cannot cover what has happened. Sometimes we take responsibility too harshly on ourselves and we say, look, I was just, I was just this or that or that. And we just beat ourselves up and up and up and up and up. But at the end of the day, the Lord's plan for your life and your healing is not for you to wallow in the mistakes that you have made or that have been made to you, but it's to bring that to him saying, Lord, you can cover this, even this, with your grace. You can redeem this. You can redeem all things. And Jesus himself models this. He models how we can love even in pain and wrongdoing. And he shows us this on the cross. And I know I always go back to this because at the end of the day, everything goes back to this. We know love through Christ. God is love and he demonstrated his love for what he has done on the cross. Despite our sin, Jesus willfully put himself on the cross to suffer the punishment of our sin, rebellion, and brokenness while not despising and not, not, not putting on us the suffering that we deserve. He still cried out. Yeah, on the cross, he cried out and he begged for forgiveness on our behalf. When we look to Jesus, he shows an absolute grace that no human love can show. God himself made a way. He made what was wrong right through surrendering, saying, okay, whatever I have to do, I'm going to do. I'm not going to wait on them to come to me. I'm going to come to them. So often I know that I have held on to grudges and through holding on to those grudges, I have turned to the, to the other individual that, that I feel like has given that heartbreak. I turn to the other individual and I keep my heart close and I build up these walls and I build up this hostility. But while I do that, I'm forgetting what he has done for me, what Christ, what Jesus has done for me. Jesus broke through those walls saying, look, I'm not gonna wait for you to come to me. I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna say, look, 
I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Likewise, just like this song says, may we forgive the other person regardless of what they have done to us, realizing, look, Lord, your grace can cover the rest. Your grace covers my faults and your grace covers their faults. Lord, I'm not going to wait for them to make things right. I'm going to make things right by bringing it to you who makes all things right. Philippians 2, 3 through 4, Paul urges us this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride, but in humility consider others more important than yourselves. Each of you should not look only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And the bottom line is this, as hard as it is, may we acknowledge that we have been forgiven of much in our heartbreak when, when another person has wronged us. It's so easy to focus on what they have done to wrong us. But look, I, me, like I have done so much to wrong others. I've done so much. And may we take the hand of who hurt us and place it in the hand of the Redeemer. May we not hold on to grudges. May we take the hand of those that have hurt us and place it in the hand of the Redeemer. May we make things right with the individual if possible. Release the other person while taking ownership of where we may have dropped the ball, where I have dropped the ball. And I know this is difficult, but there's truly balconies of grace above our inabilities. And at the end of the day, may we say, Lord, help us in the healing. Help me in this healing. So for the sake of time, I want to end it, this episode here on this. And again, um, this is, there's so much more that we can unpack. But I just pray that this, what we talked about, even in this episode alone, that this is enough to start to just be an encouragement within you that no matter what the heartbreak you are going through, that you know there is such a bigger plan and purpose than this, this hurt and this heartbreak. One of the catalysts is to, for me to even start podcasting was a, a moment, a night where I felt just so broken over the heartbreak of, uh, of a previous relationship. And I was laying there and I, I just searched on podcasts for someone else who had been through a broken off engagement. And by listening to her share about all the things that she has felt through her failed engagement, I was able to realize for one, wow, I'm not crazy for feeling these things. And for two, to know that I am not alone. And so I pray that this meets you just like it met me that night through that the, the random girl that was from Britain that I'll never meet in my life. But for her just being honest about what she's been feeling through the aftermath of that heartbreak and what she has observed the Lord doing in her life. And so I pray and my, I hope that no matter what you are going through, that this meets you where you're at. And again, I want to continue this conversation. I look forward to doing that next week. I just want to pray for you and then we will close. Lord God, just thank you for who you are and what you are doing. Thank you so much that you are a healer and that you bring a healing in the midst of our heartbreak. Lord, we ask for all of these points to be taken to heart. Lord, will you please help us, help us, help us not miss the bigger picture through this heartbreak that we are going through. Lord, we were created with a plan and a purpose that goes far beyond anything this world can, can offer or anything this world can do to us. That includes the, the relationships that we go through that, that just end up in breakups or breaking down. Lord, we look to you to heal us and we look to you to lead us. Give us a hunger and thirst to know you more and to be known by you more. We need you. In your name we pray. 
and we surrender. Amen. Amen.